Hillman on Just like that, we're live on a DSTV 196 in the Vuv app, uh, which is available in the Google Play and the Apple App Store, plus on cliffcentral.com audio streaming, and with one of the coolest kids in the country. The, Am I though? Uh, was I talking about you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I though? I feel like it's just us in the room. <laughs> it is just us in the room. Uh, is our guest. And this is like your 12th, no, this is like your 15th hour of being up today. In fact, like, wait, yours day started, don't they start like 3 a.m.? My notification just, uh, my day starts at 1.30 and my notification <laughs> just went on now saying, wind down your day. 1.30? Yeah. That's when you pray. wake up. 1.30 I wake up and then um, get to work around 2, quarter past 2. Prep till four, four to six. I'm on air. So. I mean, it's just insane. This and is this is my first cup of coffee for the day. What? How do you not take that at like it's one o'clock? It's my first day trying to quit, oh. and I'm <laughs> failing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you you may be failing at the coffee thing, but you're not failing at life because you've actually done this early morning thing on seven o two now for a, an amount of time that implies that you actually can do it and will do it. But you know what happens? Like, you know where they say it takes 21 days to make a habit? Yeah. So it took a couple of months to get into it. But then the weekends happen, you sleep in, and then come Monday, you're like trying to remind your body. Remember how to do it. Last week, please do it again. <laughs> so, Oof, no, that's a so dirty that's, hour. That's tough. And then there's people in radio that start at six that complain. But I mean, you really have the the brunt of it. I hate those people. Ironically, though, uh, at we're going to speak about uh, the acting and the producing and everything. Yeah. But we'll kick it off with the radio. Ironically, though, there's truckloads of people that are listening in that hour of the morning because South Africans actually they start it's moving at like insane. four or five o'clock. It's insane. And one of the things I've noticed, men call the most. So we're trying to figure out behind the scenes, what is, what is the issue? So I just asked the listeners, why do we have a bigger uh, male interaction than we do females? And they're like, because we're getting the kids ready for school. The men have time to phone, but we oh, wow. just listen. So it's, an, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people are awake at that hour. Your days are so interesting, though, because you go from kind of serious political stuff in the morning to, mm. like, producing music shows in the mm. morning and then, like, doing business stuff. And then you're acting as well. Like, you have such a variety. And I think it would make you a really interesting person at a dinner table because you're able to speak about pop culture and news. And very, politics. Yeah. yeah authoritatively. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my, my days are never the same, which I'm so grateful for because I just realized my personality gets itchy after a couple of months of doing the same thing over and over again. So in as much as many people are like, isn't the goal to be on daytime radio? I'm like, right now that doesn't work for my life because I'm chasing other things mm. during the day, you know, to sit on a board, people think you just attend a meeting and then that's it. But like there's documents and documents to be reading, interpreting, giving feedback on to, to run your own company has a lot of business admin that is draining and tiring and to produce shows. It was really lucky that when the acting gig came along, I was able to actually have it mm. in my schedule. Just worked out perfectly. Hmm. Uh, all right, we're hanging out with Rilbukhile uh, on uh, Vuv. Lots of people are sending you roses. In fact, King Cause 38 has sent you roses and hearts and extensive amounts of things. I love you! Uh, then Pilun Gamo says, uh, Hi, what's the weirdest thing a fan's ever said to you? And there's many years in which they could have said stuff to you now because like, you know, you've done a lot of shows. It's so funny you say that when we started out doing Crazy E and we were like kids, um, this was now before social media, before... 
emails were accessible to people. We had, to, we actually got physical Letters. fan mails. So some of the weirdest things that would happen is we'd get fan mail from prisoners. And now we were children. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, it's quite messed up, but they'd be like, I love you. You're so beautiful. Your lips are this, you're this, this, this. So in as much as like today, I got a marriage proposal on Twitter. Oh, that's oh, so nice. I know. But somebody actually wrote me a letter from prison. They took the time to like steal a TV, uh. to steal, you know, they took the time to write, put a stamp and get it. It's kind of creepy, yeah. but it's kind of sweet. But you also, <laughs> with you though, you'd have such an array of fans because you just, you have so many different fingers and so many different kind of media markets almost yeah. if that's a fair yeah. thing like someone that maybe sees you on tv acting in a drama is not the same person that listens to yeah. you on 702 so you actually yeah. where can you go <laughs> that like no one knows who uh, you, you know are. <laughs> it was very intentional for me uh, a couple of years ago before i got onto radio it was very intentional because my market was very sabc one mzansu for sure and i said you know what I, i'm in Making it intentional to be a lot more crossover, to be grown up, to be relatable. Um, So for me, even positioning myself with a brand like 702 was very planned. Even though at the time, I could have knocked at other radio stations' doors. I just thought this is a good space for me, for people to get to know me and not just see the lines that I'm reciting on screen. Which you're so good at reciting. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, What's happening on the acting front? I know there's lots of things. Guys, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Scheme Sam went on air, right? And that was so nice doing a guest appearance there. And I must be honest, you get these nerves where you're like, can I still act? Did I ever know how to act in the first place? <laughs> Imposter syndrome. But I'm busy shooting something else now. It's a soapy. That's all I can reveal. And it's coming soon. And the character is a boss. Can I swear? Uh, mm, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> a boss B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, do you, are you like intentional about how you space it out? That you will maybe act for six months. Go. I mean, I, because you've had roles that actually Give could me, have gone on yes. for like a long time. Yeah. And I feel like you probably cut them early. Partly, yes. But also, you know, I, I am not the director of this plan yeah you know i i think i'm sitting there producing the project called my life and then god comes <laughs> like no 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 you know so it's partly yes partly calculated uh i have a great team behind me that we sit and we plan okay are you able to take on this project uh-huh. are you able to whatever um with with acting roles for example we have to be very clever because there are days where i'd finish at 6 a.m mind you i've been awake since 1 30 and then I have a full day on set acting. And then I still have to go home and learn lines and then prep for the radio show. Yeah, it's a lot. And in between, I'm replying emails and making sure that business is still running. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. It's just a lot <laughs> happening. It's a lot happening, but it's good. Like, I'm, I'm in a position where I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. I can literally go a month without cooking and it's yeah. okay because I'm just taking care of me for now. Yeah. So the timing just worked itself out. Such a career lady. Okay, let's uh, rock it over to see what everyone's saying. I'm so scared. Uh, King Koza 38 says, spill the beans for the new production. But I don't know if she will. I can't. But all I can tell you is it's a soapy. It's well watched. We grew up loving it. Yo, guys, just give me two weeks. I'm going to give you all the scoop. <laughs> uh, Chef Lady Soul says, hello, I'd like to know what drives you to wake up every day. Mm, mm, mm. Guys, let me tell you what happens in the morning. 
What drives it like 1.30 in the morning? This is what happens. You go to bed, right? And you like condition your mind. Because it's like from 6.30, my alarms start ringing. Like get ready for bed, wind down. Sure. Maybe I fall asleep at 8. By the time the alarm rings, I'm like confused. (laughs) Who am I? And then I literally say to myself, do I need this job? (laughs) And then I'm like, I need this job. I need to go. But there's so many things that make you get out of bed other than bills to pay. This morning, the most beautiful thing happened. A, girl, a guy called in to say he's got a job interview and he doesn't even own a suit. And they specifically asked him for a suit and he hasn't had a job for months. Sure. Can we help? We had two people call and say, we'll give him a suit. Yeah. So it's stuff it's like that. Yeah. It's stuff like that that happens that you're like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Mm. Let me remember why I'm doing this. What do your family and friends think about how your life is turning out? <laughs> They're pretty used to this now, though, because you've made a successful living out of the entertainment industry yeah. for quite a while now. Like, yeah. you, and you really can wear every hat. Um, mm. you can't vision mix though, can you? <laughs> Funny you say that. I, I have vision mix. <laughs> I have vision mix because I started directing um, last year. Yeah. And sorry, year before last. Last year I got into the full swing, so I needed to understand what exactly oh, happens with vision. I'll surprise you. I can even roll that <laughs> auto sure. cue. But um, my family's very like, I mean, they're so excited about everything I do. I have to like give a big props to my mom who I was in the paper and she must buy the paper. She has a collection of every newspaper article, so cool. including the rubbish ones. And they're just, they, they're really supportive. I know that they worry that like, just make sure your life has balance. That's, yeah. that's always their concern. Cause I, I do push myself quite hard. But do you, are you like aware at this point of what's too much and what's too little? Or are you just overwhelmed by the opportunities before you? Because at this point, like people now know who you are. So it's not like you're trying to break into it anymore. Yeah. Now the opportunities are there and you know how much they can be pushed. Yeah. And you know the sort of gravitas that your brand carries, which sometimes makes it a little bit harder. It's so weird you say that because, you know, you I have to step outside of myself to see myself as a brand entity. Like... Today I was like, oh, I've got radio interviews to my friend. He's like, you know, you're a big deal. I was like, am I though? I'm just trying to get a job. I'm just a girl standing in front of a mic asking people to love me. But um, it's it's weird because I don't see myself as that. Somebody asked me today, uh, wh- when do you feel like you would have made it? Like you've won awards, you've worked on all so these many awards. Shows. Yeah, I was looking just now, and I'm like. I- the, when I feel like I've made it is where like I've reached balance, popped a couple of babies, whoop, whoop, and, um, just balance and able to take care of my family and, and have some young people who can be like that chick, like turn my life around. So cool. that, that for me is like more important than the awards that we just stack mm. in homes and like, yeah, something mm. deeper. And she's got all that gravitas as well. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, Gogo Moyo speaks says, uh, have you always imagined this life? Oh, um, cause you must've been interesting as a kid thinking about what you were going to be. The weird thing is I always thought I'd be like a doctor or something really, really academic, but at the same time I was the kid, like when we were visiting my aunt and uncle, me and my sister would be like, we're going to do a fashion show. <laughs> and then we'd like hang up a curtain and make a ramp. And we'd like model, we'd enter pageants and we'd be singing. So partly it was always a part of me, but I never mm. saw it as like, this could be my life. So even when it came time to like, 
go to school, apply for varsities, which was like actual science and engineering. Hmm. And then the opportunity presented itself. And I was like, this was always me. This is just always who I've been. I can't see myself doing anything else. Yeah, I really can't. It's crazy to me. My first ever memory of you was on back chat on ETV. <laughs> and I was a contestant that has brought our school there or whatever. And I just remember this personality walking into the room and everyone being like, she's here, we need to work. <laughs> And this you is like before else? you were anything ma- major, like you were just, just, and that crew, like, and that was a red pepper crew, like it's a big production company, they have huge shows, and those people knew they had to work when you walked into You the know room. what's so weird? Tando Tabete says the same thing. <laughs> she was a contestant on that show. I'm just, and weirdly enough, ETV has a show now called Bag Chat, and I was like, mm. <laughs> I did the original. No, but even then, like everybody knew that there was something about you, which I think is just testament to, it's just like fulfilling itself as you go which is cool i hope so i hope so i i i don't see myself the way outside people see me i mean i have a million of insecurities um performance insecurity not in bed like on tv (laughs) (laughs) just performance in general like am i gonna do well are people gonna love my work um can i be authentic i mean even for my upcoming show i said to myself i shouldn't watch myself on tv because it might change how i perform i might be so self-conscious so, uh, yeah, it's it's a very weird thing to figure out because you also have to fake it, Sasha Fierce. Mm. Fake it. And I think you Beyonce really well then, has yeah. the right f- formula where she's like, actually, I'm really shy, but when I get on stage, I have to perform. Make it happen. Uh, well, just so much love for you. We're just about out of time on the uh, Vuv Central broadcast, but we'll continue the conversation for a bit on cliffcentral.com. Uh, all these hearts and these gifts. and these I love things. everyone and bring those gifts to my house. If you could get, these are digital gifts, but if you could get a gift in real life, what does a woman cows. like you want? You want cows. cows. <laughs> uh, no, what a woman in a, like In me. what context? <laughs> a woman like me. Oh my gosh. I want to travel. Anyone that wants to take me, guys, I want to go to the Maldives. You know those bungalows that are on top of <laughs> yeah, the water yeah. and you're in your bed yeah. and you can just see the... Take me there and I'll marry you. And I'm such a great woman to be with. She's Thanks. saying, dear Club Med, I will do a campaign for free. It's basically what she's saying. Yes. Uh, Chef Lady Soul says, thank you so much. Uh, Andrew, South African face, uh, is just smiling at you the whole way. It's been such a pleasure. How do we keep up with you all day on social media? At M on Twitter. I'm still trying to convince the other Lebukhile to give me the handle. And at Lebukhile on Instagram. You can also check out my website, lebukhile.co.za, and see my companies and all the work that I'm doing there. Uh, More with uh, this lady on cliffcentral.com next. So she's in like the 17th hour of her day, but uh, <laughs> she's not time for us. But I'm fresh to death. <laughs> what, uh, what is the most asked question that you usually get in interviews that they always ask Where you? Where did it all begin? <laughs> How then, did you get into the industry? <laughs> uh, and people can find that on Google, so we won't yeah, even... It's basically yeah. just like by trying, I yes, guess is the operative yes. word there, and trying to make it happen. What's like the question that you think uh, people always are like nervous to ask you, but then eventually 15 minutes will like ask you, and then you're not sure how you're going to respond? People are always trying to figure out if I'm in a relationship okay. or not, and who I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. And I've been so good... For 15 years, no one has known who I was dating. <laughs> and I've been doing this for 15 years. So take a guess how many men I might have dated in 15 years. How many men I had to hide. <laughs> so many. So many. And is it people that people would know? 
Some of them, yes. Wow, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting in the Vuv broadcaster, you were saying like you want children, you want all of these yes. things. How do you like? You know how Chloe Kardashian keeps talking about like the way she wants to be a mom before she got pregnant. Uh-huh. She's the one we were so happy she got pregnant because she was on and on about wanting to be a mom. I feel like it's part of my my journey on this earth to be a mother. It's very interesting to me, like to see you'll engage with a woman and she's like super focused on her career. And you think like, "Hmm, okay, like she's never going to like be anything. She's like super invested in it. And then they go off and maternity leave and they come back three months later. That's a completely different (laughs) person. And they're like, Oh, things that would have used to like irk them. They'd be like, redo that, redo that, redo this. one." they're like, so I wonder what you're going to be like as a mom. If it'll change your whole Firstly, I feel like, I'm probably going to give birth on set because I won't want to leave <laughs> even after the water's broke and then uh, they're just going to they're just going to rig the cameras and just like someone's going to be directing the birth of my child. Uh-huh. <laughs> um I I've thought about that quite a bit. Um I I do feel like cuz I can be quite an extremist like I'm a, either a super hard worker or I am lazy don't come near me cuz I probably didn't bath and I smell and <laughs> kind of a person so I do feel like uh when the bambinas come in I think I will change just my approach I think mm-hmm. I, I won't take myself too seriously and and I think my priorities will just shift which I think is natural with with which uh, with what happens with other mothers obviously our industry isn't that accommodating uh, but I might be that person who's like my child's doing the interview with us. Mm. We're like greedy breastfeeding on air. Hmm. Did that really happen? <laughs> yes. Wow. She would, you could hear her baby and she's like, guys, I have to feed my babies. <laughs> yeah. So I think I might be that type of a mother. What has, um, all this, I mean, how long have you been at 702 for now? It's been, uh, Almost two years on the early breakfast show, but four years just there and standing in. And and has yeah, it changed like, who you are as a South African? Oh, Being so much. immersed constantly in stuff that a lot of people just, they listen to for a bit, yeah. but then they're like, oh, it's yeah. too much. I mean, you know, many people say to me, I love you, but I can't listen to your station the whole day because it's so depressing. It's stressful. And I'm like, <laughs> it is. Um. It has changed me. I think I've got more insight into the variety of people that... Are, are out there. Um, if you think about your social circles, you usually surround yourself with people who are similar to you. Mm. Now you get exposed to people who are completely different, different mindset. And I've learned to be very patient and very tolerant. I've had callers who've said to me, I'm a racist. I can't stand black people. I'd be like, okay, uh, where does that come from? Like you have to be super objective and not be like, how dare you not like us, you know, or have people who are complete misogynists on, on end and be able to hold a conversation mm. with them and be professional and mature and ask the questions that the listeners want to know the answers to. In your esteemed opinion, being in the thick of everything yeah. that's happening and knowing what's happening politically in SA, what does the future look like? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think, I think opposition parties are really, really important right now because they're forcing our ruling party to, to implement certain things, to think about certain things, to consider certain things. So I think our future is looking positive. I know there's a lot of uncertainty with the conversations about land and VAT and prices going up mm. and unemployment, but I think the people that want to be in this country, that want to actively be involved in this country are there. Most of them just don't know how to be involved, if if that makes sense. Um, something as simple as going to vote 
When they do surveys, half the people don't even know how to register. So I think we as South Africans need to find ways to communicate what tools are available for us to get involved and mm. to implement change. And it, um, it might be as simple as just going home and loving your family. Hmm. Like how are you going to be a good South African if you're not paying attention to your children? So I, I, I believe that saying which says if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Be a good dad, be a good parent, be actively involved in your community, community, find out what's happening in your area. You know, these WhatsApp community groups are the best things to have happened to us where we monitor each other, check each other out. So it, I, I think it's positive. I know that we're sitting in a position of a lot of uncertainty and we've got 2019 elections coming, but it's exciting. Like this is democracy at work. I love this juxtaposition. You're one of the few people you can have a conversation with where you speak about like their work on a soap opera and then you speak about their work like in political yeah. radio and stuff like that. It's such an interesting sort of dichotomy to a personality. It's not just sitting here and you speaking about getting into character. Yes, yes. You can also have this very strong factually based opinion on the country. I think it's difficult. It must be difficult to live with such a variety of stuff. Wearing a lot of heads, hey. Like- yeah. I will, Mondays are the worst with my phone. My phone just rings nonstop or I'm getting emails. So outside of my workspace, um, you get a lot of people asking stuff of you. People are like, can you help me with my metric dance? Can you teach me how to get into the media is industry? Can you da, 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 da. It is a very uh, difficult balance. Also for me to just be a daughter to my mother, mm-hmm. like to be a daughter to my dad, to be a sister, where I have my family complaining like, hey, we see you busy out there, but you're not giving us attention. Or I call someone like, hey, I was just thinking about you. They're like, oh, no, I see you in the papers. It's okay. You don't have to call me. I'm like, why must you be like this? So it's it's difficult juggling the different hats, but I just try to keep as holistic and balanced as possible. Hmm. I dig it. Uh, one final thought. It can be whatever you want it to be. So this is what I wanted to say to you. The question you must ask your guests is, mm. who was your last phone call and what did you talk about? Oh, who was your last phone call and what <laughs> did you talk about? Especially on a Monday when you yes. speak so much on the so phone. So I'll tell you, uh, uh, the significant phone call I had today was with my mom. And she was like, please make a child already. Really? Yes. <laughs> She's like so concerned. She's like, you know... Just, we'll go to the sperm bank if there's no one. And it's okay. We'll just tell him his dad died. I'm like, who says this? <laughs> so these are the conversations I have with my mom on a Monday morning. She's like, so are you going to freeze your eggs? Are we doing the sperm bank thing? I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm looking, mom. I'm looking. I've got a few offers on Twitter. <laughs> you tell about your marriage proposal today. She would have liked that. Yeah, I know. I just said to him, listen, she wasn't behind it. The uncles are standing at the gate waiting to see cows coming. So hmm. just come. Everybody's welcome. Uh, you know what the funny thing is, is only you will decide. I don't think you do anything until you are ready and you feel like it is the right time. Yeah. No I, one can. I also am part feminist where like a part of me is like, do I even believe in the institution of marriage? Like, oh, it's I hope your mom's feel... not listening. <laughs> It's just got to feel right. I mean, uh, for her right now, it's more important for her to be a grandmother than for me to be a wife. Yeah. So um, if something feels right at the time, it also depends who the person is. Um, it, you know, a, a signature on a paper doesn't guarantee longevity or lifetime commitment. So we'll see what happens. I don't know, but I'm putting it out there, guys. Put a ring on it.
<laughs> there you go. I don't think it's from a lack of trying. Listen, <laughs> it's always such a pleasure to Thank see you. you. Um, very, very cool. Now go to sleep. That's uh, Rilo Bukhila Mabocha there who's got to be up at 1.30 in the morning. So peace out. It's been real. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.